Today's program has been brought to you by GreatBrewers.com, a social media marketing platform dedicated to promoting the world's great brewers and the beers they create. For more information, visit GreatBrewers.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit HeritageRadioNetwork.org for thousands more. Hey, welcome to Beer Sessions Radio on the Heritage Radio Network. It's November 6, 2012, election night. I'm Jimmy Carboni from Jimmy's Number 43 and the Good Beer Seal. Thanks to our sponsors, GreatBrewers.com. They bring the world of beer to you. Check out the Beer Cloud if you want to learn more about how to find your favorite beers, GreatBrewers.com. All right, we've got a special show tonight. We're talking about craft beer politics. Our first guest on air is a Wynn Bassett uh, from North Carolina. He's, he's right now writing with uh, All About Beer magazine. Wynn, how are you? Welcome to the show. Pretty good. How about you? So what's going on? What, what, what are craft beer politics? What, what, what do you think uh, are some of the issues out there that uh, breweries have to deal with in relation to politics and uh, regulations and everything? Uh, well, I guess we'll start with at the federal level. The big thing right now, it's, it's been uh, pushed by the B.A., Recently, I've been up to D.C. a couple of days before Saber to help in their Capitol Hill climb. But the big thing right now is the federal excise tax um, and reducing that. Um, it's, it's the, the legislation is called the Small Brew Act. And right now, the, the federal level per barrel is $7. And this piece of legislation would cut it in half down to three fifty, And it would save the small brewers a lot of money each year. And every single small brewer that I've spoken with has said that they would absolutely reinvest that money into their operations, whether that's buying more equipment, because, you know, as you know, most brewers are popping at the seams right now in terms of capacity, or hiring more employees and creating more jobs, or giving their existing employees um, benefits. And I'm sure that the situation is the same as it is in North Carolina around the country, is that most startup, small breweries, um, their employees aren't salaried, uh, they don't really have benefits, and so it'd be great to give some of these hardworking folks um, some more benefits and, and bring on some more jobs. So in terms of politics, the Federal Small Brew Act is on the minds of many brewers right now. I can speak a little bit uh, about the state level, too. In North Carolina, at least, um, the state excise tax rate is higher on our agenda. North Carolina has the sixth highest state excise tax rate in the country, and, and saving these brewers even more money and allowing them to reinvest it uh, would help the industry out as a whole. Wow. So you think the trend is, is to support small breweries? Yes, that's right. Well, that's pretty great. <laughs> so what else is going on besides that? Um, you're down in North Carolina. Uh, I know people uh-huh. are voting today, so I don't want to get too into politics. But, um, you know, are anybody doing any special parties or any breweries uh, trying to get the vote out or, or trying to encourage people to be more active in politics or anything? Uh, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, uh, just on, via social media on Facebook and Twitter and even Instagram, I've seen several uh, breweries um, post things about, you know, it doesn't matter who you're voting for today. What's important is uh, getting out and, and voting and, and making your voice heard. Um, tonight, I know there's uh, with the Raleigh Times today, which is uh, one of the great beer bars in Raleigh and, and good restaurants, and I had lunch there today with some folks, and they already had the decorations up for um, a viewing party tonight, and um, as you may recall, Raleigh Times was the bar that uh, Obama stopped by in his first campaign for president and uh, had a PBR there, and they've, they've got a picture on the wall of him having a beer, um, but 
from what I've seen on social media and nationwide, uh, small brewers definitely um, encouraging people to get out there and vote today. All right. We're also uh, another guest is here, Chris O'Leary. He writes in, in New York his blog, Brew underscore York. Brew York. Welcome, Chris. How's it going? And you, I, I've actually met Wynn before, so it's all coming full yeah, circle. Yeah, hey, Chris. How's it going? Yeah. <laughs> Chris, have you been down to North Carolina? Checked out any breweries you down know, there? You it's, know, it's on my list. I've been down to the Outer Banks. I uh, actually was down there in September and had some, some pretty good beer down there, um, mostly from other parts of North Carolina, but stopped by uh, Outer Banks Brewing Station. Um, coincidentally, um, one of the guys there is helping out with opening a brew pub up here in, uh, in Williamsburg, actually. Um, oh, very which cool. is a, it's a, it's a small world out there. Cause I just struck up conversation with him and he's like, Oh, you're from Brooklyn. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, but th- I was really impressed with the beer that comes out of North Carolina and, and I definitely, uh, yeah. Wins told me great things about Asheville too, which, uh, which I mean, oh, yeah. it's, it's just blowing up. I mean, so how about if we go, when give us a little local color. So we're out in Ash, let's say we're in Asheville tonight. Uh, where would we go to to check out you know a, a good time at a, at a brew pub or a bar? Some of your favorite places? Uh, definitely. I mean, I don't want to choose favorites, but some of the ones that I usually hit um, that'd be good to hit tonight. Uh, probably be Thirsty Monk. Um, it's one of my favorite beer bars in the country. Uh, upstairs, it's local and American stuff, and downstairs, it's completely Belgian. Um, and it's a it's a really good vibe. A uh, really good beer, and the people who work there are some of the best in the industry and some of the most knowledgeable, too. I would definitely hit Barley's Tap Room, too. Um, great pizza, great food, and a great local list. Um, in terms of breweries, you can't go wrong with Wedge. They're down on the River Arts District, uh, right across the river from where New Belgium is brewing their new facility. And the atmosphere out there is, is second to none, and their beer is fantastic, too. Hey, Wayne, what's what's the buzz in in Asheville now that yeah we've we've seen New Belgium and Sierra Nevada and, and you know, Oscar Blues you know further down the road but nearby opening up there what's uh, do they do they feel you know kind of protective of their local breweries or are they happy to have have these uh, these big guys come in? No, they're they're happy to have them. Um, you know, Sierra Nevada actually flew a bunch of them out to beer camp a couple months ago, and I was fortunate to be able to go with them. And actually, after um, show tonight, I'm headed to a local bar. I'm getting to try my beer camp beer for the first time tonight, so that's exciting. <laughs> but um, Sierra Nevada, New Belgium, Oscar Blues have, have been nothing but cooperative and 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 really, really you know, nice to the area brewers and, and want to come into the community right and not just come in as you know the three big boys and, and take over. The Asheville beer community and North Carolina beer community whole is, is very welcoming to them. You know, we won't see them for quite a while. We'll definitely feel their presence and already have. But in terms of beer, you know, New Belgium says they're not going to start brewing until about 2015. Sierra Nevada about 2014. But Oscar Blues um, has said that they'll be brewing Dale's Pale Ale uh, by the end of this year. So let's still hope that happens. When do you feel like that the, the last four years of the current administration, do you think that it's been friendly to uh, small breweries and the growth of small breweries? Uh, yes, I don't. I can't name anything directly um, that's happened, but I know in the, in the past couple months, um, ever since I guess a few months before Saver this year in D.C., uh, the, the Federal Small Brew Act has gained a lot of steam. Um, I helped bring one of our congressmen to Asheville and 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 led him on some tours and some breweries and encouraged him to join the uh, Small Brewers Caucus, and he eventually did. And I think North Carolina has uh, 
as well over half of their members in the Small Brewers Caucus, and we have all but one of our federal legislators who supported the Federal Small Brew Act. So the past couple of months, I think, in terms of um, beneficial legislation for brewers um, has been positive. And I think on the local level, I mean, um, you saw Bev Perdue was one of the big uh, flag wavers for um, for Sierra Nevada coming in. She was right there when when they made the announcement. I think so. Yeah. Absolutely, and she was she was also present uh, during the New Belgium announcement. Unfortunately, there really wasn't a big event for the Oscar Blues announcement. You know, there those guys like to do things different, and kind of just came in and surprised everyone uh, with the news that they were coming to Brevard. But yeah, you're right. The current governor was at both the Sierra Nevada and the New Belgium announcements in Nashville. All right. Well, let's make a toast to North Carolina. Um, any predictions on the election? I don't want to get too political, but we we actually have a a full night of uh, live election coverage tonight on Heritage Radio Network from eight o'clock on. Uh, uh-huh. What do you think's going on down there? Wh- which way is North Carolina going to go? Uh, North Carolina has been a swing state the past couple years, and I think it's going to be a close one again this year. Um, there's no telling uh, which way it'll go, and I think you know we might end up with a situation where we have a, two different parties for you know one for governor, one for president. So who knows? North Carolina's Got some whack, crazy politics, and um, it could go either way at this point. Well, we're drinking. I'm, I'm drinking that right now. Firestone beer from California, the Pale. Is it Pale Thirty One or something? It's it's really good. They have it on draft here at Roberta's in, in Bushwick, Brooklyn, where we're, we're recording. And uh, we just opened up. We've got Steve Hindy coming on in a few from Brooklyn Brewery, the Brooklyn Bamboozle, uh, which Chris is drinking. What do you think about that, Chris? I, I love it. I actually. Uh I've been meaning to to crack open a bottle of this for a while, but um, it's cool because it's it's a great beer and it's for a great cause too because they brewed it in honor of uh, the Brooklyn Academy of Music's uh, anniversary. So um, it's a I love their bottle fermented stuff. It's it's just phenomenal stuff. And well, we'll have Steve Hindy on in the second segment. And when you know we got hit pretty hard up here in New York. I, I don't know how you guys handled the hurricane. Uh, did did right. it hit North Carolina? We. Um now, we didn't get hit nearly or close to as badly as y'all did up there in New York and New Jersey. We got a lot of rain, um, a lot of wind, and the cold weather moved in all of a sudden. But for the most part, that was it. Um, we, d- we didn't get really any damage or anything like that. Just a lot of cold weather, uh, a lot of wet weather, too. Yeah, it was pretty uh, serious up here. A lot of places were closed. Um, later on in the show, Chris will, will give us an update on some of the benefits and special events going on uh, to benefit Rockaway Reliefs and, and Sandy Relief. Uh, I'm going to put a plug in right now. We're doing an event on Thursday night in New York, a uh, modern beefsteak and uh, spirits. And it had been planned. With, there's a thing this week in New York called Meat Week NYC, and uh, pretty much anything that's earned from that is going to go right to uh, Rockaway's Relief, which is a part of New York that got hit hard. Mm. Um, but, you know, usually you, I feel like North Carolina usually gets hit, but now we're talking about hurricane politics, and, uh, you know, we, we usually have a lot more guests and we have a lot more beer, and, and today we're, we're all just kind of frazzled. Late. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, some of us, I, 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 I'll tell you about beer, beer stories from last week. One thing is I'm usually at my pub, Jimmy's number 43, or at another Good Beer Seal bar, and I get to drink all kinds of things and drafts and specialty beers. But I hardly ever go to a, a package store or retail shop to get beer. And I'll tell you the, beer, the beers that I drank last week. It was Monday, and, and the corner store had some Lagunitas censored copper ale. And I bought a six-pack, and it got me through the night. <laughs> I sat up listening to, to, to radio. I've been listening to radio on my transistor radio that I got. Listen to that Monday night during the storm. I had a couple of those beers. And the next night, 
I listened to more radio and sat up in the dark, and, and it was Lagunitas Censored Copperdale that got me through. And if you had a similar moment when, when you're, you're down to I, one well, beer. I, yeah, unfortunately, you know, we could get out. We didn't lose power or running water or anything like that. But it got really cold here. Um, and so I went with a, you know, an old, uh, old reliable of mine when the cold weather hits, and that's an Oscar Blues 1050. That's one of my favorite Imperial Stouts, and I had one in the refrigerator, and it kept me warm that night. Hey, you always got to have your backup of beer. Chris, what, what did you – did you lose power last week? I did not lose. I was very – you know, it's it's so strange because, you know, here here in this neighborhood, here in Bushwick, we – it was business as usual by, by Tuesday midday. You couldn't even tell the hurricane hit or that you were without power two or three miles away and that the entire neighborhoods were washed away five miles away. It's – it's kind of strange, but um, I, I I stocked up on Monday just in case, and I had I had a good like twenty four beers that I bought on Monday just just in case, and it was it was kind of like let me just get the beers that I would want to have if the world was ending. <laughs> it's like my my apocalypse uh, my apocalypse six pack, and uh, it had a very wide variety from like. A Narragansett Lager, an old reliable for me from being from Rhode Island, and and uh, stuff like um, well, I, I I had a I had a Bell's Two Hearted leftover from uh, my last trip out of town, so I I drank that too. So yeah, you don't you don't think I didn't think about stocking up, especially not for beer. But next time I'm gonna st- I got I got to get like a cooler that that won't lose power. Even at our at our pub, <laughs> we did you know we did lose power and we were really worried about it. But it was cool enough in New York. It never went above 50, and we actually opened the doors to the outside. So at night, it was 40 to 50. We didn't lose any kegs, uh, beer that we had in lines. We did have to pour off. And, you know, uh, they say, uh, you know, 55 degrees is the limit. If it was any warmer, we, we would have lost a lot of beer. Nature's refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we had this week. So. But stocking up on beer, you know, you, you don't think about that too much. You, you always think, well, especially in New York, you can always go out and get go to a bar. You can go to a store and get beer. And I, ne- I never keep a stock of beer at home. Oh, I, I think that I think that a lot of New Yorkers' minds went to drinking right before the storm. I walked by the Trader Joe's on 14th Street on uh, on Sunday afternoon, and the line to get into Trader Joe's was pretty long. But the line to get into Trader Joe's wine shop was longer. So <laughs> that's that's a that's a sign of how New Yorkers prep for the storm. So guys, there's a, a shop in New York called a Good Beer. It's, it's a bottle shop. Where you can taste beers also. They they said last year before Hurricane Irene it was their busiest day. And yeah. I know guys, if you weren't in the weren't in the flood zones here, like uh, uptown, I know Lee uh, he owns the dive bars. He's a great guy. He gave us a lot of support last week. Uh, he said it was one of his busiest weeks ever. I know guys in Brooklyn were busy, and uh, it's it's such a, a contrast because just a few miles away in places like downtown Manhattan. You know, we had galleries in Chelsea were flooded, mm-hmm. Red Hook, uh, Rockaway, people lost homes, Staten Island. Our friend, uh, another plug, uh, Ken Torado, uh, he owns Kilmeyer's on the south of Staten Island. They got hit really hard. He's organizing a special benefit if any of you are in town on November 18th. Uh, go to Kilmeyer's in south of Staten Island. They, they really have to, pu- to push hard to help people out. People lost lives. And you can go to goodbeerseal.com as well as uh, I know Brew, under, Brew York, New York, dot com yeah. is Chris's site. Uh, all these, you know, there'll be a lot more benefits coming up, and we'll talk more about that in the show. Win, anything else you want to say before we close out this segment? No, I hope everybody has a, a good rest of the night uh, watching electric election coverage and drinking some good beer. 
And many of you, when you listen to this, it's a podcast or in your iTunes, you know, when you listen to this, you'll know who, who, who won the election. <laughs> right now, we don't. So we're going to keep talking about that. So we'll take a few minutes break and uh, be back on Beer Sessions Radio. Like what you hear so far? Support the network and become a member. Membership helps us bring you the best food radio in the world and gives you access to thousands of dollars in discounts at the sustainably-minded businesses that support us. To become a member, visit heritageradionetwork.org today. Hey, welcome back to Beer Sessions Radio on the Heritage Radio Network. We're out here at Roberta's in Bushwick, and we're reflecting on the hurricane that just passed in the election night. I'm here with Chris O'Leary from uh, Brew York, New York. Chris, uh, so what's going on? There's a bunch of benefits and special events coming up this week in New York to benefit uh, Sandy Relief. Yeah, it's it's really been uh, an outpouring of support um, that, that came about really quickly. I mean, in the immediate aftermath, just in the in the first few days, um, there was just fundraisers in terms of money and clothing drives and everything, um, you know. And the the immediate reaction was 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 you know quick and and very positive. And now, you know, we're really starting to see just exactly how bad how bad the damage is, and uh, you know the the support's continuing. It's really great. So we've got, I mean. Um, you know, just places that are that are collecting donations. You know, a lot of it's you know clean up stuff, shovels, brooms, bleach to to clean mold from from you know flooded buildings, trash bags, cleaning supplies. I mean, these are the things that are really in need now. That I mean, the city's even been saying that a lot of the clothing they have is is sufficient, 
for the most part. Um, but it's really the cleaning supplies that will help, you know, get the Rockaways and Staten Island and Coney Island back on their feet. Um, so places like uh, Top Hops, um, one of one of uh, their bartenders is actually from the Rockaways. So, um, you know, the, the so Top Hops, Lower East Side Manhattan, they're a bottle, a bottle shop. Yep, uh, Brooklyn Tap House uh, down in Bed Stuy, they're, they're collecting donations as well all week. Um, you know, even. Um, alewife patrick up there it, it's, it's kind of funny you know he's he is you know taking trips down to staten island and the rockaways at a time when his own business is still without so power Long Island city you know in long island city you know he's he's on day eight without power and he's got flooding to clean up too but he's still opening his doors you know by candlelight and collecting donations and, and bringing them down so um really great stuff but some of the events coming up um yeah, if you're if you're listening live, um, the Gate, Mission Dolores, um, the Diamond, and, and um, Radagast uh, here in Williamsburg are all um, doing events tonight, where a portion of their proceeds or, or tips are going um, to to Hurricane Sandy victims. So um, it's really great to see that Newburgh Brewing Company uh, up in Newburgh, New York, is is doing a great event. Uh, tomorrow, um, where they're donating a, donating a dollar from each of their beers, um, all the sales from a keg of the Brooklyn Brewmaster Reserve Fiat Lux, and uh, they're also collecting donations of, of necessary supplies as well um, tomorrow night from four to nine up in Newburgh. So, um, you know, obviously seeing support from the Hudson Valley too, um, and obviously um, Blind Tiger, you know, has their Wednesday events all the time. Uh, they've turned this one into a fundraising event too, um, with proceeds going to uh, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Uh, they've set up a Hurricane Sandy relief fund, so uh, they're turning their Avery night into a fundraiser, and that's uh, what we're seeing a lot of too. You know, the Gates doing that all week. The Brooklyn Beer Summit is this week, especially down um, the bars down in uh, Park Slope, and they're uh, really turning things around quickly to 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 turn those events into. Events that benefit uh, the community. Well, let's give a shout out to closer home. We've got um, the, the, a bunch of bro- Brooklyn restaurants that uh, run the, the Rockaway concessions in the summer. The Brooklyn Kitchen, Caracas, uh, Rockaway Tacos, Roberta's, they run Rippers. Um, those guys have been out there uh, cooking up food. Uh, and Harriet at Brooklyn Kitchen's been, been shuttling trucks out. They did a great event last night at Brooklyn Brewery. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn Brewery turned over their, yep. their their launch for their new beer. What's the name of the new beer from Brooklyn Brewery? There Will Be Black. There Will Be Black, which was, fits in with the blackout. Yep, I and, was, by pure coincidence, too. I mean, um, but it was it was great last night. I mean, they, they, they had a regularly scheduled event for their release of their new beer, and they just said, hey, you know what? Everyone bring down donations, you know, food, clothing, um, you know, supplies and, you know, a cash donation is good too. And, and they're really, I mean, I walked in a little late and with my, with my peanut butter and my tuna to, to drop off, which was, you know, one of their top needs right now. And, um, they had really like, there were piles upon piles of, of donated items, which is, you know, really great. Well, so. that's important. That's an important part of what pub owners and bar owners and restaurant owners can do is they fill that gap before the government can, is able to step in and, and, and Red Cross. They're providing immediate cash assistance. They're cooking food. Uh, it's amazing, especially this group, the Brooklyn Kitchen, Roberta's, you know, Chris and Harry and those guys. Uh, really hats off to you guys. And again, Thursday, uh, go to meetweeknyc.com. Our party that we're doing with Time Out, all the proceeds are being donated uh, to the Rockaways Relief. We're going to give the, the money directly to... Uh, 
the Rockaway LLC group. Um, you can find out more. Uh, I think you go to thebrooklynkitchen.com. It's probably one of the, the most uh, up-to-date sites about Rockaway's relief. And in terms of uh, local breweries and things, so we know that Barrier uh, out in Oceanside, Long Island, right near Long Beach, got hit pretty hard. Yeah, Barrier took a hit. Six Points Red Hook facility took a hit pretty bad, too. Both of them have already met with FEMA. Um, you know, they're, they're trying to get back on their feet as quickly as possible. But it's especially tough for Barrier because they just moved into a new facility you know, earlier this year, and to see that get, you know, almost completely destroyed by the storm, it's just, it's it's heartbreaking, you know, these these are two guys who are, you know, I'd say they're some of the hardest working guys in beer in the New York area, and, you know, to have this happen to them, it just, it just plain sucks, but, you know, they have, they had a little bit of beer on hand that was able to survive the storm, so they'll be coming into the market, and that's, yeah, that's the best thing I can say is like if you want to support these businesses that got hurt, you know, the, these breweries that got hurt, drink their beer, you know. Yeah. So uh, at least there's some beer left to go around. And them. farther out in Long Island, uh, is any Greenport Harbor? How, how are they doing? Yeah, they 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 told me they're they're doing fine, which uh, which was uh, surprising. I was I was kind of panicked about that <laughs> because they're so far out on on, on the island, but. Um, they weathered the storm okay uh, over in Jersey. Carton Brewing uh, weathered the storm okay too. So, in fact, they've opened their. It's great to see some of the breweries are doing this now. They're opening their their facilities as as warming stations. You know, for people who don't have power to plug in their devices. A couple of breweries out on Long Island are doing that too. Um, in Great uh, South how's Bay's cane, supplies. How's Cane Brewing doing in Monmouth County? Have the, you heard from them? I I I haven't heard from them to be honest. Um, and I, I, I thought I had seen an update that they were okay, but, um, but yeah, I think the, the the two that I've heard that really took on some damage were, were Barrier and Six Point, and then um, Jeremy Jeremy Cowan's little facility down on uh, Coney Island got completely destroyed. So the world's smallest brewery. The world's smallest brewery. You know, it's a fully licensed brewery down on Coney Island doing one gallon batches. Um, they they were just. You know, devastated. I saw a picture of the interior, and it's just it's 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 in ruins right now. So, you know, I mean, these guys, these guys, this is their livelihood too. So it's it's really hard to see it like that. And a lot of the a lot of the bars too. You know, I mean, one of the biggest things that I said on Friday when the power came back on in the East Village was, go to your bars, go to your restaurants, tip your bartenders. You know, tip them significantly too, because. You know, these businesses, you know, like yours, you know, saw a few days with, with you know, they took a hit, you know, you, you know, they, they saw a few days without business and, you know, they, you know, the best way to get them to bounce back is to patronize them as, as much as you can over the next, you know, couple of weeks, especially, you know, because, uh, you know, you want to bounce back quickly. Well, I'll tell you, I, I've been out to some of these places like Six Point and, and Red Hook, uh, you know, their fairway right there in Red Hook got hit really hard. Yeah. You forget how, how close places in new york are heart of the sea uh you know you grow up thinking that a, a beach town might get hit a, a barrier reef might get hit um but to, to think about places in brooklyn and and you know manhattan um you know i don't think anyone ever expected that yeah i mean uh alphabet city beer company over on uh on uh, avenue c they got some water inside too you know and, and lost uh you know quite a bit of their stuff and you know they're looking for donations too to just you know to bounce back quickly because you know those you know to sort out you know all the insurance stuff is 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 great you know like it'll happen eventually but in the meantime you, you know what one idea we came up with is, is you know 
you can definitely patronize places. But you know, another thing is if if you're not in the affected area and you want to help out, uh, pretty much all these bars, restaurants can sell you gift certificates. We, we've been doing that. At Jimmy's number forty three. You know, we've we've put out word that that would really help us. You can you can give a holiday gift, and I would contact your favorite downtown or you know a Red Hook or you know any area that got hit, favorite restaurant or bar, and say you'd like to get some gift certificates. And uh, give them out to your friends for the holiday. Um, yeah. It is if a way you have to, friends in New York, or if you're planning to come to New York soon, it's really a great way to do it. And, and you know, you 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 know that you know it helps them in the immediacy, which is really important right now. Well, one thing you can tell that just the energy in the city, it, it, it seems quiet. You know, transit's been disrupted. But even on your site, at, at your site, Brew York New York, and you go at Brew underscore York, yep. it's, a, it's a new improvement. I love you. <laughs> it's, it's uh, you know, you usually have your daily posts with, with specials and happy hour deals. And, uh, you know, there, there's not that much happening this week. Well, I've, I've, what I've, I mean, there, there's a few things here and there, and, and, and I'm trying to communicate them over Twitter. But I think what is most important right now is helping the people who were affected by the storm. And I think that like that, that really is a top priority for, for even my site. You know, I feel like, you know, beer stuff can, can take a backseat right now to, uh, to really helping those who are affected by the storm or, you know, just miles away. You know, it's, it's kind of, you almost kind of feel a, a pang of guilt when you're sitting at a bar drinking a beer, knowing that you could be doing something more. Um, Let me. I'm going to give shout outs to, the, to all the guys that reached out to me because we were down last week at Jimmy's number 43. And even Ryan Barker, he's the manager at Adobe Blues in Staten Island. He was in the part of Staten Island that that didn't really get hit hard. Mm-hmm. But he first question the other day was he asked me how I was doing. Lee Seinfeld from from the dive bars. He reached out and offered some support. Ed from Mugs last week. It was uh, Mugs in Williamsburg was my office <laughs> Thursday Friday. I was I went in there. I was having beers, charging my phone, working from his bar. I know Jimmy um, in Williamsburg. <laughs> I I couldn't believe it. I saw him out here. I, I saw you at bars. I stayed yeah. across. I went to <laughs> Vanderbilt Bar in Prospect Heights with oh, a nice. John Taggart, who's got a great show with uh, Rachel Warden yeah. on Thursdays. Here I saw you at uh, Brooklyn Beer Merchants. Yeah, on Thursday Brooklyn night Beer. Too that was good. Wandering Star. I'd never been there. So it's, it's Brooklyn Beer Merchants yeah. in. Uh, it's in right off of It's on uh, Grand, Grand Street, and, Grand Street, and Bedford Avenue. I actually do trivia there the first uh, Wednesday of the month. So tomorrow night, I'll be doing hosting trivia night there. That's a great place, and that's a great model. But and also Mike, uh, he's one of the Mike Wiley owns uh, Bar Great Harry and Mission Dolores, um, and the new bar, the, the Owl, is it the, the Owl Farm? The Owl Farm. Yep. Uh, he also reached out, offered a, a, a what are they called? The electric generator. Oh, the generator. Offered a generator. You know, a lot of guys really reached out. There's a lot of community. Um, I can only say that we're really proud to be part of a great community of good Brazil bars and, and the craft beer scene in New York and everyone's sticking together. And um, yeah, we, I've, always, I've always been of the belief that beer people are good people. And, yeah. And this really, just the outpouring is... But if, you wanna, if you're out there, you want to come to New York, I would say come to New York this winter. Please. And uh, patronize <laughs> everybody. I think there's also another site. It's hashtag DineOutNYC. A lot of restaurant and restaurant PR people are going to get behind that. So everyone's trying to help out in, in all the ways you can. And, um, you know, it's amazing what people are doing. Hey, we're going to take another short break. We'll be back in a few minutes on Beer Sessions Radio. Thank you. 
Hey, welcome back to Beer Sessions Radio on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm Jimmy Carboni from Jimmy's Number 43. We're here with Chris O'Leary from Brew York, New York. And we're talking about uh, Sandy Relief. You know, the hurricane's over. We're also talking about election night politics. So we, co- we talked to Wynn Bassett earlier from North Carolina. And uh, now we're going to talk a little about New York State politics related to craft beer. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a really great year for um, for for craft beer politics, and uh, I think what it really showed is that I mean, and I th- I firmly believe this that that beer is bipartisan, <laughs> and um, we saw an overwhelming amount of support for um, for the the small brewers of the state who uh, who were. Um, impacted by some changes in, in, in state policy um, by the state liquor authority, a lot of legislators um, jumped into action um, along with the New York State Brewers Association um, and um, and some some great key players in the New York State beer scene. Um, so let's st- step back. So yeah. Wynn mentioned that nationally there there is this movement to to roll back some of the excise taxes on small breweries. Mm-hmm. Now we had something that happened in New York. The excise there was what taxes were, were going to be raised on small breweries? Was so that excise? It w- they were excise taxes, but they, it was also um, uh, label registration fees. So for people who don't under- who don't who don't know what that is, basically every beer that is sold in New York State, um, in addition to being approved by uh, the federal government um, has to be approved by the state government as well. Um, and there's a fee that was charged um, for all beers. Um, it was waived for New York State brewers until this year. Um, and then the rule change went into effect. And um, essentially, every time a, a new beer is created by a brewery, they have to pay this fee. Um, so now that has been thanks to the, the legislation that was passed at the end of the, the legislative session back in June. Um, small, small batches of beer don't have to pay that fee. So I believe it's, it's 1,500 barrels or less um, sold in New York State doesn't have to pay that fee. Which, I mean, the, the, the biggest example of someone who was affected by that was Barrier. Barriers making very small batches of beer, and they're making 40 different beers a year. So, um, you know, they were going to see fees in the thousands of dollars because of this rule change. And, you know, that happened in April. And by June, we had legislation passed, which really shows how much the, the state government is willing to, to go on a limb for the, to the, for the craft brewing industry here. Well, I'll tell you this, when, when, when you, you know, they, like with cigarettes, cigarettes is, is targeted now as, as a revenue generator. But at some point, you know, p- people jump ship and, and they, they don't want to pay the taxes. Well, for us with craft beer, craft beer, it's 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 more than it's not like a hard liquor. It's it's not a high margin item. Right. It's it's something that's a beverage that's loved by many people over over thousands of years. And it's for us, it's a staple of life. It's kind of like milk in yeah. some ways. <laughs> it is. It gets you through the hard times. I have more beer than milk in my refrigerator. You can drink so you can drink milk when your when your water's out from a hurricane. <laughs> that's true. So at some point, yeah, you, you know, raising taxes on the small brewers and then passing that on to the bars and the retail shops and to the consumer, that's really not the answer. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think, though, that in the back of the minds of the legislators who supported this, and, and the vast majority did, um, I, I think the reasoning was more to support small business. 
I mean, we have over a hundred craft breweries in New York state now, which, um, is kind of incredible considering, you know, that number was under 60 just, a, you know, a couple of years ago. Um, so there's been huge growth and these, they want these businesses to succeed because when they succeed, they hire more people, you know, it boosts the economy. It brings tourists out. You know, the, one of the big things, there was a, a beer, wine and spirit summit, um, a couple of weeks ago that the, the governor, that governor Cuomo hold, held up in Albany. And as part of it, he, um, you know, he addressed the fact that there's a need for, you know, uh, you know, a way for the state to support beer tourism. I mean, beer, wine and spirits tourism, you know, there's, there's a wine trail. Um, there's, there's one beverage trail up near Cooperstown. There's a Cooperstown beverage trail. So you can hit up cideries, wineries and breweries all at once. Um, but the, you know, the state's recognizing that that is, that is a tourist draw. Um, so the more breweries we have, the more, you know, it's the same way that I want to go down to Asheville because I've heard Asheville's beer scene is so great. You know, wouldn't it be great to be able to say that about New York or Long Island or, or, or um, you know, someplace else in New York state. So, um, I, I, you know, I think it, it's much more about the economy than it is about, you know, uh, you know, wanting to just lower taxes. I think it's really about spurring growth um, for these businesses that employ, you know, a lot of people in this state. And they don't just employ, it's not just the people that they employ, it's, you know, you know the, the businesses that they help support. So, um, you know, you've got the Farm Brewers Bill that passed this year. So you want to see, you know, the the beer industry supporting the agriculture industry in this state. So, you know, you've got, uh, you know, the hop, uh, hop growers in the state or, um, there's, there's a big effort by the Cornell cooperative extension upstate to, uh, to really get the hop industry growing so that they can provide enough hops so that some of these brewers can qualify for this farm brewers bill because they have to, uh, source a certain percentage of their ingredients from New York state. You know, I have a, actually a farm brewer that delivers to us at Jimmy's Number Forty Three. Uh, tundra, right? Tundra, yeah. They're yeah. the only. You know, in New York, there's there's farmers markets, and and there's there's some small breweries like Chatham, which I know is is sold directly at some farmers markets in the Hudson Valley. There's and they're probably in Chatham, New York. I figured. I think so. And they had some really good stuff, and and uh, but in New, in New York City, the the highest standard of, of markets is the green market system. Yeah. And uh, they've raised all their standards for everything from, from who's selling bread to baked goods and, and, and cider making. And uh, they, they've allowed only one brewery to sell, and it's Tundra because they're a farmer and they grow uh, half of their own grain and half of their own hops. And um, it, it's not bad. Like, it's pretty good. Like, it's, it's like a good homebrew. It's, it's a good... Uh, you know, simple craft beer, and he keeps making more beers, and I think they're getting better. Yeah, yeah and absolutely. um, that's I'm always proud to serve it, and I'm I'm proud to support them. Yeah, but it's really the future. I think you're right. You know, people more more small breweries growing or working with small hop hop growers and 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 barley and, and grain. We're seeing that happening. Yeah, you know, there's just not enough of it. There's not enough grain being grown. Oh, yeah. there's I not mean, enough malting facilities. Exactly, like Valley Malt. Like couldn't produce enough in in a year to support. So in the one northeast, the there's only breweries. one. Yeah, there's one malt facility, Valley Malt in Western Mass. Yeah, yeah it's just like a local business. Yeah. So we need malt facilities. Uh, I was part of the setting on the Small Hop Growers Alliance last summer in Cooperstown. I know that uh, just to just to get a a decent machine that can harvest your hops is about thirty grand. Mm-hmm. So so they need to have a bunch of those so that some farmers can share that. You know that that's small infrastructure compared to. You know, 
putting in fracking, you know, equipment or yeah. or yeah. other or putting in roads. I mean, with a little bit of infrastructure, you can really build on craft beer. Yeah. Um, we're kind of going in circles because you know we <laughs> had this storm. Our, our our great guest Steve Andy from Broken Brewery, he hasn't been able to make it. The subways in New York are all screwed up. You can't take the L train. And Chris Which had to take. How many trains I, did you have to take to get here, Chris? I, I, I had to take three. I mean, I. I, I guess I can't complain too much, but uh, I feel I feel a little cut off because in one breath I was just saying, oh, you know, support the the bars down in the East Village, and I'm like, I can't even get to the East Village, <laughs> so so um, it, yeah, it's it's been really rough. Uh, you know, the, the mobility issue is something that it's been tough, but you know what? I can't complain that much because I'm grateful that I have power. I have a home. I have heat. I have hot water. You know, there are a lot of people who are just not as lucky in this area right now. So, so to, to be in a, to, to complain about, you know, cramming myself into a subway, uh, subway train is, uh, it's the least of the city's worries. Right. Well, now. let's, let's, let's end on an up note. Let's, um, uh, let's talk about all the good beers we've had this year so far in 2012. This is a really great one. The Brooklyn bamboozle. They made it. Brooklyn makes a lot of special beers, uh, and they made this to celebrate the the BAM, Brooklyn Academy Music Anniversary. They've got a lot of, by the way, the, just a, a, a tease, but, and I was hoping to, to confront Steve Hindy about this because he probably knows, but uh, Brooklyn Brewery's anniversary is, you know, 25th anniversary is coming up, so um, they're they're planning to, to brew some special beers for that, too, which are very exciting. And I'll tell you about some of the beer events that, that I had scheduled that got canceled because <laughs> of the hurricane. Last week we had our, it would have been our fifth annual Fancy Dutch Beer Week, and we worked with Shelton Brothers. And, and you know, there's not that many uh, ex- exported craft beers from, from Holland, and most people don't think of Holland as craft beer. Um, what's the what are the brands from Holland anyway? There's Heineken, you know, <laughs> and there's a, a couple the others. Of, right? the Grolsch, but there's a couple. There's Christoffel. He was from the Brand family. Uh, they were a, one of the bigger brewers, and, and he's been making craft beer for 20 years. He's he's in the Michael Jackson books, mm-hmm. and uh, there's De Molen, mm-hmm. and there's La Trappe, which is the uh, the Dutch yep. Trappist it's brewery. And uh, we we had we would have had a bunch of those lined up, but. Everything got stopped, and we didn't get deliveries, and we weren't open. Yeah. But that was what we missed, Fancy Dutch Beer Week. And, and tonight we were actually going to do uh, a Jimmy's number 43 for our Tuesday tasting, Southern Hemisphere Night. And uh, we had lined up a whole bunch of Yeasty Boys beers. Oh. And, and the, the good part is that <laughs> we actually got three different kegs of Yeasty Boys in. I have to check, figure out what they are. But this Thursday we will we will crack one of the Yeasty Boy kegs. Oh, cool. So you want to try? Tap? Yeah, you want to try some New Zealand beers, uh, something interesting. That's great. Any, you've any got, beers you've, you've come across that you really liked? Oh, uh, I mean, well, I I, uh, I actually probably had the best like several consecutive beers I've ever had uh, this past weekend. Um, I went out. I went out to California over the weekend. I went to Drake's Brewing in uh, San Leandro, California, and they just brew some killer beer. And and you know they're not very well known outside the Bay Area because. They they really don't leave the Bay Area, but they've been around since 1989. So they're very talented. But I went over to their barrel house. They had some Merlot barrel aged beers, um, including one cleverly named "How Merlot Can You Go?" Um, I'm a sucker for a good beer pun. Um, their 1500 Pale Ale, just a straight up American Pale Ale, probably one of my favorite American Pale Ales. Um, their Denogonizer, their double IPA, and I'm not a hophead by any stretch of the imagination, but man, I, the way they brew their their hoppy beers, it just you know knocks me off my feet. 
uh, both literally and figuratively with the nine to ten percent that some of these double IPAs are. So, well, you know, you're making my mouth water. You know, tell you, <laughs> being holed up in, in the hurricane and uh, not being able to get out for a couple of days. I, I was craving beer. My mouth was getting dry, <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm I, and you know Saturday I went on a bin binger bin was it bender? called bin, bender. bender. <laughs> I uh, I would just went nuts on bear. I, I I have three or four kegs of barrier, and uh, it was for my last delivery before the storm. And I just I had them on. and I was drinking them all night. They make such good beer, and I'm I'm so sad that they'll be down. But you know what? They'll be back. They'll I'll be tell back. you, they they will be shipping beer too. So you'll see barrier around for the next couple of weeks, and some of the select. Select Good Beer Seal and other Good Beer Bars. Uh, we're going to miss them, and we're rooting for them. I don't, I don't know really what to do for them. I think that they uh, need your support. And um, you know, if you want to email us, uh, jimmypotsandpans at gmail, we can put you in touch with Barrier. I think if anyone in the region, they, they probably got hit. And I am wondering about Cane Brewing and Monmouth. Our friends at New I Jersey Craft, craftbeer.com, <laughs> they probably know about it too. Yeah. Um, maybe you can check it that, Chris, before we go. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it was an intense week in New York, and like I said, I feel as silly sitting here because we're at Roberta's in Bushwick. We're having beer. We're about to have some great pizzas. Um, you know, Jimmy's number forty three is open. Um, you know, and you just cheers to everybody. Cheers to everyone who's been supportive. Okay, yeah. so uh, we're going to sign out now. I, I think that um, we had a good show, and, and stick around. There will be a live election night show tonight on Heritage Radio Network. I'll, I'll be on a little later talking to some guests, beer guests from around the country. And again, check out, I'm, I'm pushing this one, November 18th, go to, take the trip to South Staten Island, go to Kilmyers, T- Ken Torado's doing a big benefit uh, for Staten Island, people that suffered, and they're still suffering. And uh, Ken, Ken's such a great guy, and, and, and you know, the, the devastation we've seen on Staten Island, they, they really need it. And check that. out, uh, go to the brooklynkitchen.com, they're, they're doing uh, urgent, you know, their own efforts of helping out people in the Rockaways, and those are the two things I'd recommend. Uh, and also go to goodbeersteel.com and brewyorknewyork.com uh, to keep up with, uh, you know, beer and, you know, sandy relief. And if, if you happen to be a, a bar owner or a brewery or anyone listening who's doing any sandy relief effort, please let me know. I, I just want to include everything I can on my site. And there's so much going on in, in the aftermath of the storm. Some people's communication well, let's, let's raise our glass to the people in New York and New Jersey. And uh, everyone's hopefully be back on their feet soon. And um, I'd like to thank our sponsors at greatbrewers.com have helped to bring this podcast to you tonight. And Kane's okay. Great, that's great. So Kane Brewing in Monmouth, that's excellent news. Beer Sessions Radio is supported by the Good Beer Seal. You can check us out at Twitter at, at beer underscore sessions. And always, of course, follow at heritage underscore radio. Radio is back, Heritage Radio Network. Thanks to Wynn, Chris, and myself, Jimmy. And sorry we didn't get Steve Hindi. Uh, we're here on a Heritage Radio Network. I'm Jimmy Carboni. Thanks to our producers, Jack Inslee, Brie O'Connor, and our engineer, Joe Galarraga. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Beer Sessions Radio. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website, or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.